And we are back. Welcome back, back to, to Fifth and Dribble. You are sitting here with your boys live for the very first time. Maddie and Locke, what's happening, my guy? Not much, brother. Live and not quite in the nude, but we are we are here. I'm in I'm the in shortest the... shorts imaginable, so I'm basically in the nude. Um, guys, look, we're going to address it early. There may be a little bit of feedback. Um, I had a busy day at work. Locke had a busy day at work. We couldn't figure out how to do the whole two microphone thing. No, it's not as simple as plugging in two fucking USBs, but it is what it, it is. Be if you had two USB ports. Well. I found a dongle that had two USB ports and it, uh, yeah, it, it didn't fucking do its job. So I don't know what the fuck to say. I've heard that about your dongle. doesn't quite always do the job. No, it doesn't quite always do the job. So if you hear a little bit of an echo, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll do what we can do, but it's going to happen. All right, so just yolo. The next live show, we will be more prepared. Possibly. 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 Uh, can either confirm. Allegedly. Can either confirm. <laughs> we'll allegedly be more prepared. Yes, I can either confirm or deny. So um, today is also going to be a shorter one. We, um, in trying to sort all this shit out, we uh, are a little bit late. Uh, we've got a basketball game to get to. Uh, looking forward to it. Season's about to tip off again. Are you ready to be do big man things? Fuck me. Ready for big man things? Back to back season. Back to back season. Yeah. Um. I want to bring home the gold or bronze slash the pen that the hills. Uh, yeah. ten- yeah. Why have you got the water bottle? I don't know where that water bottle is, but I don't really want it. So I don't know where it is. Somewhere at home. I'm pretty sure if you ask the fans, it's the water bottle that you use every single pod and it makes it sound on no, every- different different one. Different one. <laughs> I know you use the Gatorade one, but uh, Gatorade. any chance to put you on the spit, bro? I'll put you on the spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk. Uh, look, it's round ball today. Let's. We're not going to get into the niceties. We're not going to talk weekends. Um, we are going to pray. So for the first time live, let's let's bow our heads and pray. Uh, praise be unto those cover AU. Uh, Lachlan actually jumped on with Liam from the cover. Uh, the Give Him Liam pod actually very good. Got a few shout outs on that myself. So I tried I, not to. I couldn't help it. Slipped up. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I was actually surprised to get the two or three shout-outs that I got. Uh, I didn't think that you'd be as forthcoming with them, but uh, but you were, and it is what it is. <laughs> um, That's all right. Sometimes the people need to know the truth. Yeah, yes. sometimes they do. But, um, yeah, so that was very good. Uh, so praise be on to those at The Cover. Uh, you can find them at uh, www.thecover.com.au. Uh, we also got a shout-out from our boys at The Cover, The Daily Dribble. Uh, they were talking everything NBL, uh, NBL awards and whatnot uh, because Jalen Adams, the great uh, Sydney King guard, won MVP. So if you guys are looking for NBL chat, head over there. Come to us next year for NBL chat, but still head over there. And as we are chatting, the Tasmanian Jumping Jacks are currently playing Melbourne United to see who will get in the finals. So depending what happens there, if Tassie get through and they versus the Mighty City Kings, maybe we'll have to do something with the boys. Yeah, because uh, the Mighty City Kings are better and they swept. Uh, the Who do we play? In the war, baby. Days oh, off. Oh, that's right. Days war. off. That's all it is. Yeah, days off. We love to see it. So the boys are probably chilling down in Wollongong, you know, getting up some sun. Do, do what you got to do, boys. Do what you got to do. Have fun, fellas. Yeah, yeah have fun. But, um, yes, so very long grace, as always. Praise be on to those guys. Praise be on to our social media guy, our doc, doc guy. guy. Uh, uh, we are fans of them. them. Uh, still looking for a Sherpa, though, as you saw on socials. The ad is out for a Sherpa. We could have used one today. We needed the hard yards to be done and no Sherpa in sight. Yeah, there was no Sherpa in sight. That was tough. Um, if we did have a Sherpa, they would have been put on the job of figuring out the whole dockage situation. Uh, the docking that I'm aware 
aware of does not involve microphones. Um, and we do not, do not need a Sherpa to do that. Thank you. No, we're more than capable as a team to take care of that. As a team of two, uh, we we fit that puzzle. So um, if uh, if you do want to come and Sherp, Sherp well, get off your coffee break, uh, make your way up the mountain. Um, we're looking for Sherpas, a.k.a. Pave Layers. Uh, if you know, you know, check into our latest podcast to hear about that. Uh, tickling, the next podcast, I'm really looking forward to my apology, Lachlan. Uh, I hope oh, it is well written. <laughs> I hope it's better than your best, best man speech. There is a spoiler alert on this. There will be no apology. Ah, this is We have established a few rules in the short, sweet, supple, gracious time we've been doing this. Stick to your takes. Just because the universe goes against your take doesn't mean it was a wrong take. The universe just don't know what it's doing. But we we're on the mountain. All right, we're making our way up. We've got a Sherpa. We're, we're anyway, whatever. Let's say that. It's all right that you don't understand being a takesman. It's okay. I completely understand being a takesman. This is an art form. First, you have to to make to make an art. First, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Right, I was like, so to get it to get something to an art, like you would call cooking an art, would no, you not? I would. I would. Like certain cookings and art. Yes. And you'd call like like painting and sculpting and stuff is all like an art, right? Correct. Correct. To get to that point first, you have to make a science, right? So you have to figure out the cooking. It's a chemical reaction. Where the actual fuck are you going I'm just saying, this was interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, it can't be art unless it's science first. So is there really a debate for art versus science? Science will always win, would it not? It would, yes, because That's the like, like chicken versus first. egg. Like, an, like if you had a fight between a chicken and an egg, there's no conceivable way that the egg wins. No, no, it wouldn't. The chicken would always win. In, in, in this analogy, the, the chicken would probably make that noise. But in this analogy, the chicken is science and the egg is art. Okay, and I am science because I have won. And you need to come to the table as art. And apologize. Well, this is just a, another book in the chapter. This is another chapter in the book of art. <laughs> oh, good work, dickhead. Also, if cooking is art, baking is for sure a science, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's chemical it's reactions. Right. That's more so science than cooking. Because cooking, yeah, we can just kind of fucking flippity do that. Well, I made you dinner tonight that was delicious, so anybody can fucking do that shit. Well done. I mean, you did follow a science book. I did. You can always call a recipe book a. A science textbook, I think. It'd be an encyclopedia, even. Science encyclopedia. Mm. I do like the sound of that. And I was I making chemical reactions in here. You did note that it was a bit smoky as you walked in, and that was the char-grilled corn that I had served so up to you in our delicious cauliflower burrito bowl. His disgusting farts, char-grilled corn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we said we wouldn't tangent. We're fucking. We're on a strict time limit right now. We've got a basketball game to get to. I've got a team to carry. So let's get into other teams that were carried this week. Um, we're going to get into all things NBA. Um, so to think about that one for a sec. Yeah, I did have to think about that for a sec. Uh, so we're going to go. Let's go uh, a little game of playoff recap and who is to blame. So we're going to go series by series. Obviously, some series we're going to spend a little bit more time on than others. But um, yeah, I kind of just want to get your your take on who's to blame. So let's start in the East. Celtics. Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> 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 I was expecting him to really. Right. Do I need to? I mean, there's there's two things to blame for this. Kyrie, three. I'll be generous. There's three. There's Kyrie. There's Boston's absolute killer defense and the mentality of we're not scared of of Brooklyn. 
and also a little bit more Kyrie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just can't get over my head. Like Kyrie, like looking around, like like for real, being like, who would do this? Who who has done? Like, do you know the meme of like from the Aragon J show where Hannibal Burris gets shot and it's like, why would such and such do this? Even though he fucking shot him himself. No, I don't. It just reminded me of that. We'll share. When you see the meme, you laugh. You'll appreciate it. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. I'm sure, I'm sure that I will. But yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie's to blame. I was going to give you options of Kyrie, KD and Ben, but um, you jumped in very quickly. So. Ben, ben probably is firmly actually, if you're looking at it from the Brooklyn side of what happened, Ben's firmly second. And yeah, Kyrie is, yeah, sure. is by, by far first place yeah yeah for sure um but yeah as you said like the celtic mentality of not being scared defensive player of the year uh it came out today that i mean jason tatum obviously like has upped things on the defensive end but one of his goals this year was actually to be named to an all defensive team so um you think he will be I don't know. I think he's. I think he's close, but I just think there's too many really good defensive forwards in the league. I think he'll get nods, but I don't think like if there was a third team all defense, then yeah, he would be there. But he's not one or two off the dome. Who's the forwards I get in? Um, very bold. Well, I mean, you've got you've got Mikael Bridges for sure. Um, Giannis, Giannis, uh, Bam. If you consider him a forward, uh, because I mean Joel Embiid is going to get centre, and so yeah, he's really good. No, I'll do some Bam. sneaky shit. I'll put Bam. That's a good shot. Bam yeah. as a forward. Bam as a forward. Um, I don't know. Jalen might get a sniff over him. We had Jalen or Jimmy in there when we did our predictions um, for yeah. all NBA teams. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get a sniff or defense. That the three best perimeter wing guys are all out this year. Yeah, it does. I guess that's why it was such a weak. Like shout out Marcus Smart. It just was a weak D point this year, right? Like yeah. three of the best perimeter guys are out. Like, and he's still not the consensus like guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's tough for sure. But um, you know, it is what it is, and. Uh, that's the that's the risk you run of being a Clippers fan. So it is what it is. It's tough. It's tough. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, Bucks four one over the Bulls. Um, is there really anyone to blame here? I mean, well, maybe if you're from Chicago side, there's someone to blame. Who? Giannis's parents for getting it on and creating <laughs> like this is absolute. Like we were talking about it off mic, but that donkey had today against the Celts, where he like took two dribbles. Backed him down into the paint. Was like he was like half a foot from the three point line. Like he was, he was, he was out there and just throws it to himself high off the uh, off the board. He was just like, okay, sweet, you guys are gonna triple team me. I'll just I'll throw it off the board to myself and dunk it. That's fine. Why doesn't he do that every time? He would get so tired. He'd win. <laughs> yeah, he would win every game. He wins a lot of games as it is without doing yeah, that every time. So. Brook Lopez was massive too, actually, today. Brook Lopez has been big all playoffs. But I think um, I think going back to the actual thing, because we are on a time constraint. Come on, people. Keep up. Keep um, up. No one's really to blame. I think people kind of cottoned on after a little bit that the Bulls were going to lose in this fashion. Yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, I mean, there, there wasn't anything they could really do. Admirable not to get swept. Just so that one game. Yeah, admirable. Oh, shout out to partner of the show, Ella, who's just walking into the door. If you heard the front door. Hello, partner of the show, Ella. How's your day been? Yell out to the people. Hello. Yep, great. I, I wonder if they might pick that up, but if it did, whatever. Um, yeah, look, the... Uh, Lopez has been fantastic. Uh, I think Vucevic could be a little bit to blame. I mean, he kind of gets played off the floor when they've got those guards there and they don't really want run like a center-focused uh, lineup. Shout out again to the boys at the Daily Dribble. They actually proposed um, 
a straight up Miles Turner for Nick Vucevic. Who who do you think wins that trade? Chicago. Chicago got yeah. a guy who guy who fits their scheme and they could really lean into the defensive kind of identity there where you got all those guards and if you can somehow get past the guards you get absolutely oost by Miles Turner. But I don't even like, know if um, I don't know, I don't know if Indiana would take Vuce. Like, I, I guess you would to partner him with Halliburton and that way you got two scorers. Yeah, maybe, but I think and as they said, you'd probably do this more if you had some bonus still on the team. Like you would be able to then basically run Vuce as like a, a big power forward and Sabonis is a small center, um, but that's not the case anymore. So it's a bit hard to it's a bit hard to go. It's a bit more science, chicken of the egg. But um, I think Vuce's numbers were okay, especially considering like you had an injured Levine, injured Caruso. Like DeRozan could only give you so much. Like the game that they won, he had to have almost fifty. Like it was fucking ridiculous. So. I mean, Levine's got a lot of things that he's got to fucking think of in this offseason. He's obviously off contract. He's got five years to 20 on the table. And if he makes, like, he's a sneaky maybe for All-NBA third team. Um, He's definitely up and around there. Yeah. So if he makes that, like, that's another, what, 30 million he's entitled to. But then DeJounte Murray's out here on Twitter, like, posting photos of Zach Levine in a fucking Spurs jersey. All you do... the time-tested NBA thing where you just take the money and demand a trade. That's it. 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 Who hasn't it worked for? It's worked for the future's Zion. Everybody that has fucking happened. Also, did you see the clips of Zion coming back to New Orleans? No. So after they got off the plane, they're walking through wherever and they just get, everyone's getting tapped up by everyone. It's the one where Brendan Ingram Oh, Brendan Ingram's hair's out. You're like, fuck that man needs a haircut. I was like, me, he's a haircut. But he's out here high-fiving, dapping, Alvarado's out here and then Zion's in the middle of them getting all the high fives chopping around having a good time oh, like, do you think okay <laughs> well, get where you can get it I guess like they've been they've been crucifying him for the better part of this year so um, for him to be getting that recognition is is really really good I guess on the group project yeah yeah for sure um but we'll get to Pelly's in a sec. But, I mean, we're about to see that whole demand a contract and run, I think, from Clint Capella. Like, Clint Capella got paid that five-year $120 million, and he's not the future in Atlanta oh after, they've just, lost, anyway. after they've just lost 4-1 to Miami. <laughs> you want to go? Here's the door, Chief. Yeah, ladies, go we got... OK, go play an OKC, bro. Yeah, we've got on Yekka on the bench. Like, we've got a guy that does the exact same thing as you, but he's, like, eight years younger. Like, to fucking... It's a no-brainer, really. Like, he's on the move. No John Collins obviously hurt um, the the Hawks in this 4-1 defeat but I mean fuck Miami just looked too good and, and Lowry didn't play two games and Jimmy didn't play the last game like what the hell I wonder if this is boring for the Hawks is the playoff basketball they wanted well I think it's boring for Miami if anything like they're they're out here trying to do what they're trying to do uh, they want a little bit of competition I think they're going to find that against the Sixers but obviously with Joel Embiid being out and uh, like at least for the first two games, it's already come out that he's not traveling with the team for round two. Like it, there's a lot going on with this orbital fracture and, and concussion thing. And James Harden out today as well. Yeah, they're fucked. I, write, I kind of write them off. I think the two games is too much to come back from. Like, I mean, it's the two games in Miami. So if you're going to punt two games, those would be the ones. Mm. Um, but Doc Rivers, Rivers isn't coming back, back from, from down 0-2. He's the one giving up 0-2 leads. So I don't trust him as a coach. As it is. Maybe they'll come back from 0-2, go 3-2, and two, and then lose that lead. Yeah. It, look, if anyone's going to fucking do it, it's going to be Doc Rivers that does it for sure. 
Um, so, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, I, obviously the Hawks didn't live up to expectations and that um, was the whole season. That wasn't just um, the playoffs, but it's tough. And, and there's so many question marks. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't on board with the Cam Reddish get rid of. Um, I thought him and DeAndre Hunter could grow well together. They were saying, I still like Hunter. I'm still on Hunter. He might be, I might pick him back to back for uh, most improved. You fucking would too, wouldn't you? But they, they were talking, like I was listening to the last game and they were talking about, Oh, the next thing that they need is like an athletic wing that can defend. Was that not Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter? No, I don't think it was Cam Reddish. DeAndre Hunter for sure. But I mean, Cam Reddish, I mean, he's this guy that we see come through. He's got all the talent in the world, but he just doesn't have the mentality. I don't, I don't think he's going to end up as anything in the league. I think he's just too too focused on his own shot and what he's trying to do for himself. And, I mean, that's why the Hawks didn't want him right. They needed a team player. Kevin Knox was, I guess, who they thought was going to be that guy, but well, <laughs> he remains to be seen. Well, it's, well, it's tough, tough because Kevin Knox actually for a few games there scored more than Trey Young in less minutes. Like there were a few times there, there were, I think there were two games, Trey was held to eight and nine in like 32 minutes of gameplay and Kevin Knox had like 10 and 11 in both of those games in like four and five minutes. Yeah, it's garbage minutes, but still like that's, writing's a little bit on the wall with that, isn't it? I think this is what you get with Trey. I don't think, like, you can criticize him. I mean, I will. I mean, you fucking said you take him over Luca, so that's... <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, uh, that's, that's not one that you stick to your takes. That one, that one aged extremely poorly so quick. It did. So but, quick. And, uh, I mean, this is what you're going to get with Trey, especially at the moment, and maybe he develops out of it in in the years to come, but... You take a score 50 and have the garden booing you and loving it and bowing and blowing kisses and shit. But then he's going to have a series like this. This is who he is as a player. If this is your guy, you just have to put solid, consistent guys around him, I think. Yeah, and I think that that's obviously what they're what they're struggling with. Like John Collins has his injury issues. Clint Capella has barely seen the floor this year, so it's tough. All right, time constraints. Let's keep, Let's keep it fucking it. moving. Seventy sixes four two over the Raptors. The Raptors fought so hard that they broke Joel Embiid's face, so that was pretty good. Um, I mean. Great last game for James Harden. Everybody was saying the writing was on the wall with him in terms of if you don't fucking play well now, then you're not going to. But maybe it was just because he knew he was going to be in Miami for the next fucking week and getting all them honeys dancing on him. He didn't realize he's going to Miami. Yeah, he, he would have swept him. He didn't realize he's going to Miami. We're going next week. Book the tickets. I'll meet you guys there. Like he was, he drove down after the game. He drove from Canada down. He just jumped in the car. He just jumped in the car. Boom, he was gone. But I mean, no one's really to blame for this. I mean, I always thought the Sixers were going to take him. I wasn't too worried about. The reverse swing was on, like it's Doc Rivers of all people. Well, sorry, Glenn Rivers. We need to stop calling him Doc. He's he's solely the doctor is out. The doctor is out. He's no longer in session. Um, it's yeah. I, I just, there's not much to say about this game. I thought the reverse sweep was on, and, and of all teams to do it, like a, a pesky Raptors that can switch five ways and all that kind of stuff, I thought that they would be the ones to do it. But it is um, – I just want to say, side note, it's really weird having prolonged eye contact with you and doing this. Uh, you don't look away. That's why it's prolonged. Stop staring at me. Fuck <laughs> me. I'm trying, I'm trying to be professional about this. It's just weird to be like yeah, looking at you and having a conversation. Look, it's fine, but like yeah, in, yeah, the, in the person, it's weird. Eye contact's fine. The weird bit is you just don't break it. That's what's fucking <laughs> I don't weird. You don't. The whole – like that's why I've been a little bit off. If it sounds weird because of feedback, that is what it is. Well, it sounds weird because I sound like I'm being held hostage – it's because Matt hasn't blinked in the last fucking half an hour. He's staring at me. You should have seen his eyes when I was talking about a chicken and the egg. 
<laughs> Good shit from you. I like that. All right, let's just fucking push on to the West. The West is what I want to talk about the most. Um, unless you've got anything more on Sixers Raptors. Not really. I'm good. Yeah, I forget as much. Uh, all right, so Suns Pellies. The Suns ended up getting rid of the pesky Pellies. Um, I mean, but this team is young and goes hard. Like we were just talking about them coming back uh, into New Orleans, getting all the high fives and whatnot. Um, Jose Alvarado, GTA, he's on that four-year deal. Herb Jones is going to get locked up, I'm pretty sure, after his um, rookie deal is up. And, I mean, he's a second-round guy as well, so he can't really demand too much money. Um, he's, I reckon he could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could maybe, yeah. Herb Jones, if he wanted to, he could demand a bit, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he'd be all right. But, um yeah, him. You obviously got Zion coming back, who you said on Liam's podcast is like, if you just run him on Larry Nance Jr. kind of plays and, and minutes, like that, he's did giving you. Did you miss me? Did you miss me and listen? Did you? I did. I missed you and listened. Yeah, it was good. As I said, I got a couple of shout outs, so I got to listen to that what shit. Was it, what was it like being on the other side of that, on the other side of the curtain? It was weird. Uh, like, it was because you were actually not a fuckwit and giving like some sort of expert analysis. And I was just like, this is I fucking think it was bizarre. quite concise and making a lot of good points. You were. Like, with me, you're usually like this hillbilly kind of bogan, like, fuck this, fuck that. But then with him, like, you were a prim, proper button up t shirt. You had a Windsor fucking knot in your, in your top. Like you were there, you were ready to go. Was it like being on the other side of a glory hole? Like a different side to what it normally is? Yeah, we yeah. usually am on the ejaculation side, but this time it was like I was on the cock side. The, to be honest, if, if, the, if, if our side was one of them, it's, it's the eject side. Yeah, we're the eject side for sure. <laughs> so take it's like West Sandy side, eject side. <laughs> We uh, we're taking uh, resumes for Sherpas to become a part of the EJAC side as well. We so. do need cleanup crew. Sherpa will be leading the cleanup crew. You will not be paid handsomely, and you will definitely get your hands dirty. You will be paid in semen, basically. Like that's all I'm saying. Paid in semen. Sell Eli if you stored it correctly. There's places you could probably sell that. Uh, this is getting way too fucking red hot. This is stressful. Um, but yeah, you're right. You probably could fucking sell that shit. <laughs> I don't know who would buy the house, but like it is what it is. Uh, anyway, Suns Pellies, you got a master, masterful effort from Chris Ball at the end there. Mikael Bridges as well. Um, DeAndre Ayton was so fucking good. Like I'm, I'm legitimately worried. And we're, we're not going to get too much into predictions because we've we've basically said what we need to say. But and we're almost out of time. And we're almost out of time. But DeAndre Ayton has like proved the whole like why to take me number one, not over Luca, but I'm just saying like, you can see why he was projected as number one because up against Jonas Valanciunas, who is like a formidable defender, like he fucking balled out and made Jonas look like a bitch. And now he's going up against Maxi Kleber, like rip Dallas, rip Dallas. He's a clear number two and he's shown that. He's shown you would take him over a guy like Trey. Yeah. Like Trey's got, high, as, as we said, Trey's got the higher highs and the lower lows. If you want someone more consistent at your number one pick, that's the guy you would have gone for. Yeah, for Obviously, sure. Obviously, Luca is just out of this world. Yeah, he's the, he's the LeBron-esque, like Giannis kind of, holy fuck, what's going on here? But yeah, it, it was... Look, it was good for the Suns. Uh, Chris Paul had to give more than what he fucking thought he would. But getting three games worth of rest, like a week and a half worth of rest for Devin Booker, regardless of whether it's an injury or not, I think this helps them because Chris Paul's not going to have to come out in the next series and do what he had to do, obviously. Like it's, you know, you're going to be relying on Devin Booker a little bit more. And I don't think that they've got the defenders over in Dallas that can stop Devin Booker. Yeah, and I think 
their normal play of their, their normal plan of just suffocating the play and, and going really slow isn't going to be as much use against a guy like Chris Paul. Yeah, he gets other point guards and gets other teams sure that's going to work. Mm. But like Chris Paul, if you want to slow it down, Chris Paul will slow it the fuck down. He does not care. Yeah. He'll play however you kind of want to play, and that's going to help him. He doesn't want to have to run for seven games. No, exactly. He doesn't want to run and gun. If he can slow it down and try and just twist the knife slower and slower, that's how he wants to play. But if you think about it, they get in a lot of that high pick and roll, right? So Maxi Kleber, fucking Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, is Willie Cauley Stein still there? Like, I don't even fucking know. Well, who I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know who their backup center is. So, like, but they're not going to be able to defend a Chris Paul mid ranger. Finney Smith is their backup center. Yeah, he might legitimately be. I think he actually plays a bit of small ball five. Yeah, but regardless, like, they're not going to be able to defend his mid range. So, it again, we're not getting into predictions, but like, the Suns look fucking good. Uh, Memphis Timberwolves. That series went longer than I fucking thought. Hated the Carl Anthony Towns walk off like he was Kobe after fucking losing in six games. Like. Dude, relax. Okay, I understand that you're, you know, big in Minnesota and you feel like you've done the guys wrong, but you also did not play well this series. Like, if if you want to win, just go out and fucking win. Like, the matchups, you've been talking about it all fucking week. The matchups were favorable for... Well, they do. So yeah, they I know, do. I know. The matchups were favorable for Minnesota, so they should have theoretically walked away with that. And, I mean, you had a shit series from Jar. Jar Morant, Team Morant, half the fucking announcers and commentators were saying it was a shit series from Jar, and it was the it was the Desmond Bain series. It was the fucking... And you saw it from Jar today. He almost had a 40-point triple-double. Like, holy shit. How... You think about it more and more. How did Minnesota not win this series? Yeah, tough series for our soft boy cat. He had some times then. I mean, that's what's so frustrating for us. I mean, he's got those times where he just <coughs> shoots, well, plays aggressive, and and goes hard, and he looks really good. And times ago, soft. And I mean, I get he's trying to re redo his brand and his image, and he he's out there fucking shushing people and doing the. Yeah, sometimes you just got to play who you are. Like Draymond said, just be you, dude. Like this is not who you are. Yeah, Don't be shushing no, people. I think he's, like, how long has he been in the league? Like, seven years now. It's a bit late for this. And yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Like, if he had won and done that, it would have been less. But if you're going to do it, at least win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, yeah, as I said, Memphis, like, the traditional grit and grind Memphis, they got through it. Um, they lost in a fucking heartbreaker today. But sometimes, you know, it... Uh, experience prevails. Uh, speaking of experience, Warriors over Nuggets, 4-1. Uh, who's to blame? The injuries. Fucking Mark Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. Good work to get the game from the Nugs. Good work to get the game from Jokic. Again, like an almost like 50-point triple-double to get the fucking game. So, uh, Chicago Bulls, fucking Eastern Denver Nuggets? No. No, they're not. But um, you got like you got a decent bad comparison, comparison of like where they are in terms of like we'll beat the bad teams, but the good teams are going to just... That's what we'll struggle yeah, against. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you got like an uptick of a season from Aaron Gordon. Where the fuck did Will Barton go though? Like I hadn't, I hadn't heard anything about Will Barton. Leave it last year. Yeah, it was last last year. You give him a little bit because like he he won a few playoff games for them. I mean, Monte Morris kind of fell off as well. He had that big five three game um, that was in the win as well. Like he was the one that helped Jokic, but. That's even the thing. Like, you can get a third-string, fourth-string guy like Monte Morris to help Yoka, Yoka, Jokic, and, like, you're there. You get the yeah, win. He's got a soft J, like, yogging. Yogging. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, like, you get the win there. So, you would hope that someone like uh, Jamal Murray or even, like, 70% of what they think Michael Porter Jr. is going to be because he's supposedly supposed to be the next Giannis with a fucking jump shot. Um 
you would hope that that you know puts them in playoff contention next year as well. Yeah, it probably will. I mean, the West is going to be tougher, but if they get those two guys back, Jesus, yeah, that just helps Jokic get some rest down the stretch. Yeah, and that's that's fucking vital. Speaking of rest down the stretch, uh, Dallas ended up beating Utah four two. Um, I mean, Utah's going to blow it up. And in terms of rest down the stretch, like giving Luca, regardless whether he had a fucking calf strain or not, giving Luca those two games of rest and and the other week and a half that he fucking got is is massive and. Yeah, I reckon they're going to get handled pretty handily by the fucking Suns, but it still helps, right? Um, who's the first guy you reckon you touch trade? Rudy Gobert? Yeah, I think so. I was, I'll be talking to this off mic to a few people, and they reckon uh, Donovan might be on the way out. And, and I agree with that because I think you, you could get more for him. There's more of a market. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel like if, if I could get rid of one first, I would get rid of Rudy. But I think Donovan will probably go first because – you can get more for it. And if it was a different GM, I'd be convinced that Donovan's going to stay, but Danny Ainge would get... Danny Ainge would trade his own mother if he lost a playoff series. Yeah, he fucking would. That's the scariest thing. And he's going to get whatever he can get more assets for. I think I think there's still like quite a considerable market for Rudy. I think he'll go to somewhere where he's not needed, but I was watching... Chicago. Yeah, maybe. I was what He actually would do pretty decently in Chicago because they've got defenders um, one through four that could help him. And... I was watching a video today. Shout out to Thinking Basketball on YouTube. The defensive numbers that they broke down, um, Rudy Gobert, it's it's not so much a byproduct of like their shit in the playoffs because of him. They're shit in the playoffs because their guards can't fucking defend. Like Mitchell gets beaten like a fucking turntable. Conley's 34 years old and Jordan Clarkson is an offensive player. Like he's not a fucking defender. And then Rudy gets left on an island with these guards or there's, you know, Throwback to last year, Terrence Mann in the corner fucking putting up 39 and shooting unbelievably. Like, it's not all Rudy's fault. It's sometimes you got to look at the schemes and it's the fucking schemes' fault. Um, I've heard that argument from a few people and I do agree somewhat, but on on the smaller scale, I, I, I think it's still a lot to do with him. Like, if you're... If your one thing is I'm an elite defender and it comes down to you guys are losing because of defense. Yeah, being an elite defender, I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, like if he was like, I'm out here fucking dropping 25 points and trying to defend. Yeah, but it's like, guys, it's like 14 he's and like, yeah. he's given up 40 on the other side. Now, I get I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that like... like I, I know they stitch him up and it's not an ideal situation and, and they rely heavily on like, well, we don't have to defend. we got fucking Rudy behind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, cool. That's fine. But your job is to do that. Like, I, like like, I get that he's frustrated and people are, like, taking his side, but that's why he got paid that huge amount of money to defend. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And and my other side of the argument is, and this was broken down in the video as well, the LeBron metrics, which LeBron is actually an acronym in this um, instance, where it's luck-adjusted player estimate using a box prior regularized on-off minutes. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they combined Rudy Gobert's and, like, everybody in the league over a three-year stretch um, in the eight years that the metrics been out and Rudy ranked 75th and like some of the players above him like there were people tied and all that kind of stuff but some of the players above him include Joel Embiid in fifth who yeah is a better defender this year but like years gone by probably hasn't been a fucking notable defender Brooke Lopez who until he went to the Bucks wasn't Brook is a good defender and I will hear no Brook defensive until, until he went to the Brook Bucks like he wasn't a defender like he 
he was known for his like shitty fucking one legged, one handed, sorry, fadeaway in Brooklyn. Like it wasn't. Uh, he gets a defensive board and he boxes out. Boxing out is massive. I understand that, and that's why he like he ranks twenty first on this metric. And another guy that fucking ranks above him, which I was happy to see, Avicii Zubac. He ranks twenty third on this metric versus Rudy Gobert seventy fifth. Where's where's the Zubac love in fucking in defensive player of the year? Like where's that at? I mean, you have to look at how many minutes. But also, also yeah. I think the main question you need to look at yourself in this debate is, have you won with him? Can you see yourself going to win with him? If the answer is no, then I think that's enough. I think that's yeah. enough. Like, it, it's sometimes, sometimes basketball and sport in general, it's just a simple game. Do you think we can win? Are we giving ourselves the best chance to win having this guy? Mm. Is this guy the, the best player we can have? Yeah. If the answer is no, then... Yeah, well, that's the thing, and I think that's where they keep Donovan Mitchell. I mean, you've got guys like Dwayne Wade in the front office that he's not going to stick around if, if Rudy Gobert's there. I mean, he'll be a silent partner and make his fucking money where he's going to make his money, but he's he's there because he sees himself in Donovan Mitchell and he wants to be you know, relevant in the game and, and you know, training up the next fucking Dwayne Wade 2.0. So it is what it is. Like, uh, we'll see it unfold. Um, I honestly think... That that's all we have time for. I'm really sorry, guys. It's it was a fucking quick one. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with Utah? No, nah, I'm all good. I do think they'll blow it up. We'll see what happens. It will be interesting because I think it will happen fast. It will happen quick, and some team will get fleeced by Danny Ainge. Probably <laughs> the New York Knickerbockers. Yes, yeah. probably the Knickerbockers or the Chicago Bulls. But I don't know. That's actually a good shot too. Who's the bitch on this uh, on this Utah team? Might actually. I don't know. Let's let's yeah. We're supposed to get to fucking question time. We're supposed to get a little talk bit of predictions. No, no, talk about no defense, Donovan. Jordan Clarkson, Conley, and Vucevic. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Conley scored 170 every night. Conley, Conley doesn't last in Utah for sure. He's he's too old to last in Utah. They'll push him on to somewhere like OKC or even, well, I don't know, maybe even fucking Charlotte to come off the bench for them there. Charlotte, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could end up going to Charlotte. I yeah. Um, all right. Well, as I said, guys, I'm really sorry. It's a it's a quick one. Technical difficulties. Sherpa application still open. Um, obviously, thank you to the guys at The Cover AU, www.thecover.com.au shits up there um at fifth and dribble thanks to the audio guy thanks to the fucking doc guy thanks to the socials guy and we are out of here to get that w see you in the next one